I'm Jared Gillian, and welcome to the Be Smart Podcast, where we talk about how not to be an idiot with your money, because there's a lot of that going around. So I want to talk about Finfluencers, financial influencers. This is a thing. This is happening. There's thousands of these people. There's these people that want to be famous for giving people financial advice. And they have some things in common. Um, now, I guess I'm a financial influencer, but I didn't ask for this job. That wasn't. This is not what I set out to do. You know, when I left Lehman Brothers in 2008 and I started my newsletter, The Daily Dirt Nap, like I wasn't trying to be an influencer. I was trying to run a newsletter. And, you know, one thing led to another and I had a book, then I had another book, then I had a radio show. Now I'm doing this. And now I guess I'm a finfluencer. I don't know. But I'm not like other finfluencers because I'm old, (laughs) relatively speaking. You know, I'm 47. I'm going to be 48 in March. But most of these people are in their 20s, you know, and what you have is you have these 23 year old kids who are living in the back of a van doing YouTube videos about things like minimalism. And like I said, you would be surprised at the number of people doing this. There are thousands of people doing this. It's nuts. So why would you do this? I mean, the funny thing is, is that they don't really seem to be trying to make money off of it. They just want to be famous. They want to get the YouTube clicks. They want to get the podcast downloads. They just, they want to be famous doing this. And, you know, for me, it's like there's different kinds of fame, right? Like if you're in the movies, you're super famous. If you're on TV, you're super famous. But then you have people who are like Twitter famous. You might have somebody on Twitter who has like 100,000 followers. Why? You know, because they're kind of glib and they post memes and, you know, they're famous on Twitter or TikTok or Instagram. There's there's people on Instagram who have two million followers. And who are they? It's nuts. You know, so the whole definition of fame has changed a lot over the years. I mean, back when I was a kid, it really was like if you were just on TV, but it's different now. So fame is a funny thing. And I am famous in the most minor possible way, you know, but famous enough that I've been recognized on the street a bunch of times. It doesn't usually happen in Myrtle Beach. Happens in New York. Uh, It's happened on a plane. I think it happened in Chicago one time, but uh, mostly in New York. And I'll be walking down the street and somebody will come up and give me a high five or a pat on the back or something like that. It happens. Happened in Greece. I was on vacation in Greece in June. And I was on Santorini and I was walking with my wife and this guy comes up to me and he's like, are you Jared Dillian? (laughs) I'm like, oh my God, not in Greece. I can't believe it. But the thing about these financial influencers is that they're all 23 years old. And what exactly do you have to offer at 22 years old? You have no life experience, you know? I mean, you're better looking, but it's what the hell you're even 29 years old that you still like you, you haven't lived. So I have had a rich and full financial life. I've owned five houses. I'm building a six. I've owned eight cars. I've made a bunch of money. I've lost a bunch of money. I've come out ahead in the long run and it's been an exciting ride. And consequently, I have a lot of ideas on how I can help people. 
I'm working on a book. No idea when it'll get published, but this is going to be a revolutionary book about personal finance, which will completely change the way people think about money. And I've written five chapters so far, and I'm going to be writing more over the holidays. I do want to talk about this kind of reminds me. I do want to talk about this minimalism for a bit because this is a thing like people do this and what they believe is that you want to minimize your accounts like you only want to have one bank account, one credit card, one subscription like it's they believe that you will be happier if you have less clutter in your financial life. And I can tell you that. Maybe that's true, but that's not really the source of people's financial stress. The source of people's financial stress is debt and risk. It's not it's not the number of accounts. It's what's in the accounts. It's the debt that causes people stress. Also, as you get older and you get married and you buy houses and you have kids, your financial life is going to get more and more complicated. That's just a fact. And it's not a bad thing to have a complicated financial life. You think Jeff Bezos has a simple financial life? The guy's tax return is probably 10,000 pages. It's not simple. But that's what happens when you get rich. Second richest guy in the world. He gets to have a complicated tax return. He probably has 50 accountants that he he probably pays like five or 10 million a year to get his taxes done. It's complicated. But he's got money, you know. I mean, I did my own taxes until 2006, and then I started making some money, and I'm like, I don't want to do this shit anymore, and I hired somebody else. And I don't want to live in a van (laughs) down by the river. I don't want to live in a van down by the river. I I want a big fucking house with a pool and a huge sound system. I want a house so big that my monthly electric bill is $1,000. Not everybody is cut out to be Gandhi. Gandhi only owned one pair of sandals and I think like a walking stick. And that was like his only possessions. Not everybody is cut out to do that. If you want to do the monk thing, that's fine. But don't impose your stupid preferences on everyone else. I'm glad it makes you happy. I'm glad. I'm very glad it makes you happy. But maybe it doesn't make other people happy. Doesn't right. And all these financial influencers, they all say the same thing. It's the same message, austerity. Don't spend money. Most of them are fire people. They're all saying the same thing. And nobody does it as well as Mr. Money Mustache, so they should just stop. I didn't ask for this, okay? I did not ask to be a finance influencer. And as my partners will tell you, I'm a very private person, unless it comes to music, where I throw big parties and ask everyone to come, then I'm just this huge extrovert, but most of the time I'm not. So what are some financial influencers out there? Jim Cramer, probably the biggest one of all time. I think his influence has gone down recently. But you know, his Mad Money show, when it came out, it was revolutionary. That was great entertainment. People loved it. He's been doing that for about 15 years. He still has a lot of influence. He also also had a long career on Wall Street in the hedge fund world. So he's qualified to talk about this stuff. Uh, my friend Raul, Raul Pal at Real Vision. He's a friend of mine and he's, you know, he's I think he's got like 700,000 followers on Twitter, something like that, maybe more. He's made a, a lot of people a lot of money in crypto and he's got a great newsletter and so on. 
there there's a lot of smart financial pundits out there, but the one thing that most of them have in common is that they have Wall Street experience. They have experience in the institutional world. So a lot of good people to listen to out there, but my advice, my advice is not to follow anybody blindly. Not even me. Take bits and pieces of what they say and leave the rest. And why do you do that? Because nobody, nobody is infallible. And one step up from the financial influencers are gurus. I mean, these are people who have super fans who do everything they say. I have some super fans. I kind of wish they would diversify a little bit and listen to some other voices. I don't have all the answers. So where do you go for information? Financial information. Where do you go for financial information? In some respects, it's easier than ever. I mean, just type anything into the Google search box. You have pages and pages of results. So much information out there. On the other hand, it's harder because a lot of this information is bad. More than 50%. I would say like 80% of this information is bad. And if you don't have any experience with this, you don't know how to filter it out. The stuff on YouTube is appallingly bad. I I really don't know of any good financial content on YouTube. A lot of it is really, really bad. A lot of it's scams. A lot of it's really scammy stuff. You know, I've seen some appalling financial YouTube videos. And how are you supposed to know who is legitimate? And you you don't know. You don't know. I can tell you that I'm legit. But I can also tell you that I'm human and I'm fallible and I make mistakes all the time. I don't desire fame at all. I really don't. What I desire is money. And I I have no problem saying that. I'm just being perfectly honest. I have a newsletter business that is successful and I want it to be more successful. I want Jared Dillian Money, which the Be Smart podcast is part of. I want that also to be financially successful. If I could do all this without getting famous... I absolutely would. And that's the thing about working on Wall Street. That's the thing about financial careers. You have people who make tens or hundreds of millions of dollars and nobody knows their name. They're totally anonymous. It's you can fly under the radar. It's the greatest thing in the world. You know, if you're a celebrity or an athlete and you're making hundreds of millions of dollars, especially in the age of social media, you deal with a lot of crap. First of all, I mean, if you're a ball player, you get booed. And you might say, well, that's no big deal. Actually, it's a big deal. The ballplayers don't like to get booed. They take it personally. They really do. I know this for a fact. They have Instagram accounts. You have haters in the comments. You have haters in Twitter. I mean, it's I, nobody needs this. You know, George Clooney, I read about this recently. George Clooney had a motorcycle accident and he was lying on the pavement dying. And nobody called for help. They were standing around taking pictures of him. That's what it's like to be famous. My advice to you is to filter out all this noise. Get a financial advisor, one that you trust. Okay, And that relationship works best if you don't grow a brain and tell them what to do all the time. I can't tell you how many stories I've heard of financial advisors who gave their clients advice. They said, you know what? Stock market's looking a little bubbly. I think it's time to pull back. I think we should sell some stuff. And the clients grow a brain and they say, nope, you know, I want to buy these stocks. And then the market crashes and they get sconed. You know, I hear those stories all the time. If you really want to live a stress-free financial life, you want to take the brain damage 
out of your decision making and let someone else take the wheel. You've been listening to the Be Smart Podcast with Jared Dillian. See you next time.